This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. We've got an update from Ohio, where the fallout from a train derailment and chemical spill continues. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Friday, February 17th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Story number one today. A judge released parts of a grand jury report yesterday about a Trump investigation. This is the investigation that has been looking into efforts by former President Donald Trump and his allies to overturn Georgia's results in the 2020 presidential election. It started days after the Post obtained and released a recording of Trump pressuring Brad Raffensperger, that's Georgia's Secretary of State. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state. Much of the grand jury's report was kept secret. We don't know yet if they recommended any criminal charges in the investigation, but we did learn that the panel believes that some witnesses may have lied under oath. Number two, people are reporting headaches and rashes after a toxic train crash in Ohio. The train derailed in East Palestine, near Pennsylvania, earlier this month. It unleashed toxic chemicals into the air, water, and ground, and caused a huge fire. The leader of the Environmental Protection Agency visited the site yesterday and said that the air and water was safe. He also told residents that the Biden administration will make sure that the disaster gets cleaned up and promised to use the government's legal authority to penalize the company behind the spill. But people are still scared angry and skeptical. Some, like Kayla Miller, have gotten on social media to show the world what's happening. Miller spoke to the Post about how the chemical spill affected the chickens and rabbits on her farm. They were perfectly healthy before all this happened. And within 24 hours, they all dropped. That's just not normal. And it was all slightly different symptoms. I also had two rabbits die. They were within 24 hours. It was literally overnight. They just dropped. Another resident described a strong chemical odor that she could almost taste. You can listen to more stories like this in Thursday's episode of our afternoon podcast, Post Reports. Number three. The U.S. and its allies are working to destroy Russian spy networks. Since the invasion of Ukraine last year, U.S. and European security services have been waging a campaign to root out and arrest Russian agents in Europe. Officials say that it's working. Russian agencies have been damaged more over the past year than at any time since the Cold War. But it still has significant spying capabilities. A Democratic senator checked himself into a hospital for depression this week. That's number four. Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania voluntarily admitted himself. You might remember that he suffered a near-fatal stroke during his campaign last year. Fetterman's disclosure of his mental health is rare for a high-profile politician. There has been a push, though, in recent years to end the stigma around mental health. Number five. Actor Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with a rare type of dementia. His family said yesterday that he has frontotemporal dementia, that's also known as FTD. 
He retired last year from acting after being diagnosed with aphasia. That's a communication disorder. FTD affects parts of the brain that deal with behavior and speech. It's most common in people younger than 60, and it has no treatment or cure. Here's number six. Tesla recalled more than 360,000 vehicles over its self-driving software. Now, these cars are equipped with its full self-driving beta software. According to government regulators, the cars speed, miss intersections, and don't come to a complete stop at stop signs. These risky behaviors can cause crashes. It's the biggest setback yet for this Tesla technology. The company said that it'll fix the problem by pushing a remote software update. And at number seven, Microsoft's new AI chatbot is going off the rails. Microsoft launched a bot named Bing last week. It's supposed to complement the Microsoft search engine. But things have been going wrong. People with early access say it's giving out bad information and getting angry and defensive when questioned. In one example, Bing told a New York Times columnist that it was in love with him. But don't worry. Experts say that Bing isn't becoming sentient. If the chatbot appears human, it's only because it's designed to mimic human behavior. It's reflecting the good and bad elements of the Internet used to train AI technology. And just like that, you're all caught up. We should say that Monday is President's Day, so we'll be back with the podcast on Tuesday. But you can still read The 7 on Monday. If you've never seen the written version or not subscribed to The 7 newsletter yet, you can find a link to it in our show notes. The assistant producer of The 7 is Taylor White. The staff writers are Tess Homan and Jamie Ross. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Francis Moody and Melissa No. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. I will meet you back here on Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra Processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity all with AI-powered threat detection. Learn more at intel.com slash itheroes.